Hey everybody, welcome to the show. In this episode, we're going to be talking about what there is to do outside of Disneyland in the Orange County and Anaheim area. Coming up next, from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. is a special edition of the Diz Unplugged, celebrating the 60th anniversary of Disneyland. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table today by my good friends, Jenny Lindop. Hey, everybody. Tom Bell. Hey, folks. Kathy Whirling. Hi, everyone. Michael Bowling. Hey, there. Hi, there. Hello there. Corey Martin. Still happy to be here. <laughs> and back in the production nook, Rhino Clavin on the Hello. switcher, along with producer Dustin West and associate producer Craig Williams. Oh, there. Hey, there. Hi, there. And our good friend <laughs> Will Perry. Hey, hey. Um, so, um, uh, as you know, if you've been watching and listening to other shows, that uh, Tom and Michael are part of the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged team. And uh, one of the regular segments mm-hmm. that they do on their show is called Day Six, which is basically what to do outside Di- of Disneyland. Disneyland only sells five-day tickets unless you upgrade to an annual pass. So if you want to kind of flesh out your Disneyland vacation... As a day six, there's lots of things in Anaheim and Orange County to do. And what's important about this, and you know, years past we've talked about this before we had the Disneyland edition, mm-hmm. and we would do Disneyland stuff on this show. Uh, one of the things I would always tell people is that one of the you know we talk about the differences between the experience right. in uh, Anaheim versus Orlando, and one of those differences is that there's a lot to do. Beyond the parks, you're in the middle of a city. You're, well, you're in the middle of Southern California. Yeah, yeah. So you know whether it's you know just the stuff that's right there around Anaheim, right? Uh, which there's a lot there, but you also have Hollywood, roughly an hour plus mm-hmm. away. Uh, you have Huntington Beach, half and the hour beaches, yeah. a half hour away. Yeah. You have San Diego, about eh, sixty to ninety minutes, depending on traffic. Mm-hmm. You can take uh, the train to San Diego. <clears throat> true. And I have. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. That was fun when we that did that. That was fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Some of the things to do on day six, or day six and seven and eight, if you're yeah. so inclined. Yeah. Um, so let's talk first, Tom, about Anaheim, the town of Anaheim, right, right there where Disneyland is, uh, about some of the things that are, that are there. And again... Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to go to a video. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's all right. So we have a little video put together of some things that uh, are around the Anaheim area. Just kind of give you a feel for it. So let's go ahead and play that. All right. So that's a look around uh, Anaheim, Mm -hmm. a little video overview of Anaheim. A little later on in our coverage this week, we're going to be talking about Knott's Berry Farm, uh, Universal Studios. But uh, let's, uh, let's talk about some of the things that are around Anaheim that you think might be of interest to people that are visiting out in California. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, people 
like we tell people, you shouldn't be afraid to stay off property. You also shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't be afraid to dine off property. Um, we showed some footage of Garden Walk. Um, not the greatest shopping experience, but dining wise, dining wise, uh, Bubba Gump, Cheesecake Factory, California Pizza Kitchen, McCormick and Schmitz, McCormick and Schmitz, Roy's, Hawaiian Fusion, uh, PF Chang's, great dining, and you know there's great dining options like that. All over Anaheim, uh, just down the road, there's a corner that has a, I mean, not great dining, you know, you know what I mean. Um, there's a corner that has a, a Red Robin and Outback Steakhouse and a Joe's Crab Shack. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, a mile down the road. People shouldn't be afraid to, and, and it's safe. You know, right. Should. And I think it's also important to put into context for folks that uh, unlike here, where Disney bought all this land. Right. So off-property hotels are a couple of miles right. away. Uh, that's not the case in Disneyland. The off-property hotels are across the street. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and surround the resort. And, now, and the off-property shopping, off-property dining. And it's all walking distance. Yeah. It's all walking distance. It's, you know, you may have to walk a little bit depending on where you are. But, for example, when... But if you want your McDonald's French fries, you walk across the street, there's a McDonald's. McDonald's. When we were at the Residence Inn, one of the off-property hotels we're going to be covering this week, um, we went through, we walked from there through Garden Walk mm-hmm. to get to Disneyland. Yeah. And it was a very easy walk. Yeah. Yeah. It was not long at all. Mm-hmm. And we stopped for lunch at McCormick <clears throat> and Schmick's and um, sat down and kind of worked out what the schedule for this whole event was going to be. Right. I um, uh, forgot there's the Morton Steakhouse. Morton's is there. Um, yeah. There's a Ruth's Chris, I think, just down from that. Ruth's Chris. Yes. yes. Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Chris. <laughs> I have to say it that way. I can never get it right. Um, but you can also take transportation. Yes. Yeah, we'll talk art. about that for a second. Talk about the Anaheim Resort transportation. It's art. Um, $5 a day, anywhere you want to go. And you know, this is it's great for good neighbor hotel if you're staying at the good neighbor hotels. But even if you're staying on property, if you want to get to uh, Target or you want to get to Walmart, they have a neighborhood uh, Walmart neighborhood market. You want to get some groceries. If you want to go to downtown Anaheim, um, if you want to go, you can even get to Knott's Berry Farm on the art. Can uh, you really? Uh, yes. How, how does that work? Do you uh, do you call them up? Do you call them like a book them like a cab or how do you no no it's it's around the good neighbor hotel areas it's a regular 15 20 minute shuttle um like trolleys trolleys. it's it's a bus line yeah i've done that the few times i've been out there we stayed off property and you just bought your ticket yeah Mm -hmm. Um, dropped you off at the front of the parks the so the hotel lines all drop off most all the lines begin and end at the disneyland resort so if you want to get from your hotel to knott's berry farm you would Take the shuttle that gets you to Disneyland, and then hop on a Knott's Berry Farm shuttle. the The shuttles that go further out don't run quite as often; every hour, maybe. Um, you can also take the Art to Angel Stadium, which we showed in the video, uh, the Honda Center, the new Arctic Station, which is the new Anaheim Regional Train, the new train station. But that train station will get you on MetroLink, which is the the local train line subway uh, train line the amtrak greyhound megabus picks up at the arctic station um so you could get on amtrak you could take the art to arctic and get on amtrak and go to san diego right which uh we've done we we did we we did it from uh, hollywood we went from hollywood but same 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 concept i'm yeah i it is much 
much, much, much easier to get around Anaheim using public transportation than it will ever be in the city of Orlando. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And because of the variety of places you can go mm-hmm. using using the art. So I want to really stress this for people. You know, we'll talk about the Disneyland properties. And yes, you know, for me personally, that's primarily where I want to stay. But there are times where either the availability isn't there or the price is just too high. And we focused on four this week we focused on four good neighbor mm-hmm. hotels that that we're covering and those are our versions of the values and the moderates right right and you know uh whereas here uh disney is you know we have good neighbor hotels here but disney wants you in their mm-hmm. hotels out there disney certainly wants you in their hotels but uh, somebody I was speaking to said something to me when we were putting this all together that uh, works out at Disney, that if it wasn't for the Good Neighbor Hotels, we'd be in a lot of trouble because they only have a limited number of hotel yeah. rooms. And to fill their parks, they've got to have places to, to put these people. And so the Good Neighbor Hotels, it's a much different relationship that right. Disney has with these resorts, I think, than they have here. <laughs> and, so, and again, their, their proximity... Right. Is what will blow you away is that, you know, we're, we're, there's a few uh, Sheridan Park comes to mind uh, and uh, the Hilton mm-hmm. and the Howard Johnson's. All three of them have rooms that have a view of the park. Yeah. yeah. And you'll see that in when we as we cover those resorts and the videos and photos that we put together for it. But Sheridan that's Park how, was real. Yeah. That, yeah. Sheridan great. Park was yeah. like, OK, yeah, there it is, <laughs> you know. Uh, same thing. There was that one room that we covered in the Howard Johnsons mm-hmm. that just literally, like, you walk in the room and out the window, there's the it's Matterhorn. Matterhorn. Yeah. I was like, whoa. I mean, you're not going to find that in any off-property hotel here. <laughs> um, so this just kind of, I think, adds to the, the richness of the experience right. when you can do some of this stuff. But let's say um, in Anaheim itself, what are some of the places you would recommend to folks that they should check out? Uh, you know, you you want to think about the dads. Take them to a Angels game. Uh, Angels are they play April through September when Angels aren't playing. Go across the street to the Honda Center. Uh, Anaheim Ducks are playing there. Uh, take them downtown. The downtown is is kind of up and coming, trendy now. Uh, we showed shots of the the packing house, and it's the area is called the Packing District. Old packing houses. Um, Anaheim Breweries down there. <laughs> just got their attention. I want that. The, there's a, a burger place called Umami Burger, and then the Packing House, which is a bunch of different, like a com- conglomeration of things. Uh, the coolest part of that whole area, uh, too, for us, especially since we're Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly fans, right. they had a lot of play into the design. I mean, they they truly love Anaheim. Yeah, they're that's very their involved. Home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're, I mean, they do the uh, the Halloween parade every year. They're in on the planning mm-hmm. on that. And so they put a lot of their work into uh, the packing house as well as Anaheim Brewery. Right. And it's not the greatest beers. You can sample some on uh, Disneyland property, but it's just a nice 
little it really feels like a locals establishment whenever you go in there and i mean because people like them just walk in and they'll have a beer and then just leave it's you really get an idea of they don't pay how for awesome. it. <laughs> I doubt they pay. They I mean, because they do the logos. Okay. They do it the cowboy way. They just slap coins on the counter. <laughs> Give me up, beers. <laughs> um, for the kids, the in, in nearby Santa Ana, which is what two uh, two on ramps from Disneyland, basically, is but the, not on the art. I don't think so. I'll, I'll double check, but I don't. I don't think it's on the art, but it's it's uh, the Discovery Science Cube, which has lots of kids hands-on type activities. So if you want to do something other than Disneyland on on a on a day six, that's a great option for the moms. On the art is the outlets at Orange. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, the Westfield main the place. Moms and the gays. Yes. <laughs> the moms and the gays. And then brand new, starting in May, you can get from the Disneyland area to Costa Mesa, which is where the South Coast Plaza is, which is kind of the ultimate Southern California shopping destination with Nordstrom's, Macy's, Bloomingdale's, Saks Fifth Avenue, uh, Tiffany, Chanel. I could wow. go on. It's, it's, it yeah. sounds very similar to Millennium Mall. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Short Hills, for those of you from New Jersey. Right. But, the, I mean, there's just so much to do in Anaheim. And and the and the Orange County area that you 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 can't get bored. Can I ask you a question, yeah. Tom? We were talking about transportation yeah. uh, a minute ago, and you were talking about the art. Anaheim, in general, given that it's a big tourist destination, mm-hmm. uh, you know, depending on where you get it from, whether it be the airport or at your hotel, what are, how are rental car rates? Are they higher than average? Lower yes. than average? There is the Alamo that is right on site at Disneyland. So usually. When I'm out there, I'll get some form of transportation from the airport to the hotel. And then for any days that we're going to go do something off-site, there's an Alamo literally right across from the Disneyland Hotel. Right. It's right there. And Near the movie theater. Right, right alongside the movie theater. And rent a car. And I mean, they're incredibly nice. But yes, the rates are, the rates are up there. I'm not going to lie. It's... Uh, it's expensive. Well, Corey and um, had an experience with Uber, and so didn't so didn't Tom. Myself, I love it. I've, I've been yeah. using it a lot now. There, um, the Disneyland Resort. There, there's one thing they're lacking, and it's a place to eat sushi. <laughs> um, and I, I am addicted to sushi, so I had to find a sushi place um, in the area, and so I just Ubered it, and it was. I mean, they were there to pick me up within minutes, and when I was done eating, I got a car back, and it was wonderful. It was, uh, the rates were great. We'll probably talk about this on the on the Knotts show, but we we used Uber to get to Knotts Berry Farm, and it was twenty two dollars. But we we got the SUV, so we upgraded. Okay, does anybody is anybody else like concerned? These are not registered cars and taxi drivers. You don't know they probably are not carrying commercial insurance. If there's an accident, you are screwed. Um, does anybody else get concerned about this? No, I'm not bringing my kids in because they don't have car seats or anything. But I'm I'm fine with it. I'm sure they have some sort of insurance. I, well, I don't know the whole detail of it, but I just know there I, is like a process to become a driver. Yeah. I know it's it, it involved like background, like there's a check and everything yeah. like that. SAT scores. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, just to give people an idea, actually, these rates are really good. Um, I'm just sitting here looking just for research purposes at Alamo's website. Yeah. For uh, a Thursday through Sunday, which is usually the higher rates on the weekends, uh, at the Alamo at Disneyland, um, 
we're talking about rates for an economy car of $39 a day. Oh. Um, you know, a midsize SUV at $74 a day, convertible for $80 a day. Um, these aren't terrible, actually. Um, I, I think I just may have picked a, a good weekend because I know that I want to say that when we were out there doing this and I got that, uh, we had that, we had that big thing. We had a minivan and that's actually one of the, um, more expensive cars you can rent sometimes. A lot of times minivans. Yeah. Well, this is a seven passenger minivan, $84 a day. If you pay up front, it's $75 a day. I want to say I paid more than that. I want to say I paid over a hundred dollars a day for that. So kind of keep that in mind, Mm -hmm. but you know, I mean, yeah. The, the freeways in Southern California are kind of legendary, but don't be afraid to don't be afraid to use them. Where I think that comes in handy, though, Hollywood. is Hollywood, but also the beaches. Oh yeah, heading out to Huntington Beach, mm-hmm. um, you know, just an, an awesome town. And I've pushed this before. There's a little restaurant on the main drag in Huntington Beach called the Sugar Shack which is where apparently everyone in Southern California goes for breakfast mm-hmm. on a Saturday morning. It is an awesome place. And the prices are like a full breakfast is like six bucks. And I asked the server there once, why are the prices so low? The owner wants to keep it reasonable for locals. Mm. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Um, and it's great beach. Right. The pier is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some really great, cool shops there in Huntington Beach. I've done some damage there. Um, and of course, Huntington Beach, uh, uh, Laguna Beach is not far right. off. Uh, some of these, some of these places. So Mayor Joe's talked a lot, a lot about the, the beaches of, of Southern California. Go back and look, listen to some of those day six trips she's taken. She gets all over the place. It's really awesome. When you recommend it like a day six mm-hmm. adventure, do you, say make it day six or do you say start your vacation by doing this or do you do this after you've been to disneyland i you could do it any yeah i mean a lot of times we'll recommend something like this on your arrival day okay you know, when you don't have a full day you don't want to use a full day of your ticket take a break in the middle if, if you're over a weekend or something and it's going to be too busy in the parks do a day six go go to knott's Berry farm or go to universal or go go to hollywood and and you know Okay. Look at the stars on the on the on the sidewalk. So there's no hard and fast. No, no. I mean, it, it's just how you want to plan your trip. And uh, we always say that you don't have to plan over plan for Disneyland. So you could you could play it by ear. Okay. Um, one one park that we haven't talked about that's you maybe hour and a half south, north of Disneyland is there's a Six Flags Six Flags Magic Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, for the coaster enthusiasts, that is the Southern California destination. They have, I don't know, what, 15 different coasters or something? Wow. A, a ton, I, cool. I may be exaggerating, but a ton of coasters. Uh, this summer they're opening uh, what they're calling Twisted, Col- Twisted Colossus, mm-hmm. which is they've remade their old wooden roller coaster Colossus, added, added metal and added steel, and made a huge roller coaster out of it that is just going to be awesome. Um, I can't wait to I can't wait to try it. Some of the some of the things they're doing on that, uh, one of the they're calling one of them the high five maneuver, where there's two two roller coaster cars for for the folks on uh, iTunes. You're not going to see this, but 
the roller coaster cars that will twist and and basically head to head, so oh, you can geez. high five. The <laughs> oh yeah, that's what cars. you need to be doing. Yeah. That one, <laughs> sixty miles an hour, <laughs> reaching your hand out of the car. But, oh, the person out. But you know, we talked about some. <laughs> we'll talk about some of the coasters at Knott's Berry Farm. But if you are a coaster enthusiast, Six Flags Magic Mountain is is the place to be. So I mean, in uh, getting down to San Diego, something mm-hmm. I highly recommend yeah. if you have yeah. time. San Diego um, Zoo, yes. Going from taking the art over to the train station, mm-hmm. hopping on an Amtrak train. Uh, like I said, we had done this. Uh, Walter, Teresa, Kathy, and I had done this um, out in uh, California, or out in uh, Hollywood. And we got, yeah, we got a cab over to the train station. Mm-hmm. And, and it was uh, so scenic. Just It know. was. It was and beautiful. We got to San Diego and the zoo. Beautiful and ride. It was a great trip. And went and did the, the San Diego Zoo. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, SeaWorld is down there as well. Mm-hmm. But just the city of San Diego, yeah, just the city of San Diego, just that harbor area. Um, it's a, it's incredible. The Del Coronado, the Hotel Del Coronado, which is on Coronado Island, right outside San Diego, which was the inspiration for the uh, Grand Floridian. The Grand Floridian. For that, you're going to need a car. Mm. I don't think they're going to have right. One. No. But I remember getting into San Diego on the train. Coming outside and the line of buses going everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's mm-hmm. SeaWorld, there's uh, you know Wild Animal Park, there's the San Diego Zoo, all right there, all right there. So, you know, it is a mass transit sort of deal if you don't want to yeah. rent a car. Yeah. But as Tom pointed out, the freeways are legendary, and as many times as not, coming back from San Diego to the resort, the freeway was jammed. And it took us an hour longer to get back to mm-hmm. uh, Disneyland Hotel mm. because of that. And this was like at 8 o'clock at night mm, right. and 9 o'clock at night. And it was packed. And it was an hour sitting in traffic. So factor that in if you're going to rent a car. And uh, we found the whole experience of doing the train much, much easier. Plus, I really... It's, for me, nothing worse than driving somewhere... Going around a theme park, like all day, and you know you're doing stuff, and you're you're you're, you're, you're getting tired, and then it's nine o'clock at night, and you get in the car, and I got an hour and a half drive ahead of me. Yeah, there's like nothing worse <laughs> than that. I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. So, what else? I mean, we are going to little in other shows. We're going to be talking yeah, about yeah. Knott's Berry and Universal, um, but you know, one one last thing I I can't help but mention if if you have a car. Get over to Griffith Park. Mm. Ride the carousel. Yeah. The carousel that started it all, the carousel basically. carousel started it all. Yeah. I mean, it's you're, you're right there. There's no reason why you shouldn't. And if it's the weekend, the correct weekend, yeah. go walk across the street and go to Walt's barn. Yeah. And yeah. and then, and, uh, because that is the barn that was in his backyard. Yeah. And with his steam trains, the Carolwood Pacific, you can go in. There are remnants of... His um, of his original Carolwood Pacific are in the barn, mm-hmm. and I'm. Uh, but every but the, literally Walt's tools are there. Uh, I mean, he constructed the interior of that barn, so all of the the tables and everything. I mean, that was crafted by Walt's hand. And then if the there's a little steamer um, club that's there, and they have 
a, a little trains that you can ride, miniature trains, similar to what was in Walt's backyard. They are, they've just refurbished one of the original cars, the combo um, car from the original Disneyland Santa Fe Railway oh, is wow. sitting out there. And they also are refurbishing some of the original storybook land um, Cinderella Castle scene um, village houses out there right now. So those are on display because all those houses were replaced um, at one point. So uh, so there's a lot of Disney history oh, there. Neat. But when you think in that barn, I mean, Walt, Walt literally touched, you know, that barn. And, and that, he considered that one of his happy places. And this is... This is uh run and maintained by a group of train enthusiasts um the nicest men and women they are just uh, we 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 go there every time we do the backstage magic that's one of the stops when we're in hollywood and they are just very welcoming and very nice but they are nerds on a level that make us. <laughs> yes, yes, they make they us are. look cool. Welcome okay, to but yeah. they also have history as well. I think a few of them are, you know, former Disney cast members, former yes. yes. Imagineers. Yeah. You know, um, they they take a real pride in that. And yes, oh they, yes, they do, and they should. Mm-hmm. They should. Oh, yes. You know what they've created okay. there is absolutely incredible, because there's like a little miniature train. It's not the one that was Walt's, but it's very similar to the one Walt had mm-hmm. uh, in terms of its scale on the Carrollwood property, and you take a ride around on this train. And it's a little thing you sit on. It's You, you don't look attractive sitting on this. <laughs> but the, no look, one. the looks on everybody's faces, because that was like a part of Disney history again. I just remember everybody on there like, yeah, yeah. it was a big deal. It's a big deal. So I absolutely agree. Uh, stop over on uh, Griffith Park. Plus there's the observatory up there right, right. Uh, as well. So these are some of the things to do. When you're uh, at Disneyland, that would be a great day six adventure to borrow from your show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we are going to be talking about some other things this week that you should definitely think about in terms of complementing your stay at Disneyland with some other experiences, namely Universal Studios and Knott's Berry Farm. But that is going to do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, go to Disneyland.